Let me know if this sounds like you. You're a teacher who's at their wits end, burned out, or maybe you're just stressed to the max. You want to get on the road to burnout recovery, but you don't know what to do, how to get there, or if it's even possible. I hear you and I want to help, but we didn't get into burnout on the same path. So why should recovery be any different? That's why I wanted to share with you a brand new free resource that I have on my website. It's called the Personalized Roadmap to Teacher Burnout Recovery. In this quick, less than five minute quiz, you'll answer questions that will help identify your needs, your strengths, and your weaknesses. Once you've completed it, you will have access to the personalized roadmap to burnout recovery that's going to give you your next best steps to take on your recovery journey, packed with resources and support along the way. Head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash quiz or head over to the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to see your action steps along the way. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome back to episode 28 of the Resilient Teacher Podcast. I've really been wanting to chat more about this one thing here on the podcast for a while, but it just really never seemed like the right time. However, there's something that you guys need to know about work-life balance. I'm guilty of accepting the lies about work-life balance. And maybe you've heard this before, or maybe this will be a new concept for you, but it needs to be addressed. So let's not waste any time and let's jump in. Hey there, and welcome to the Resilient Teacher Podcast, the podcast giving overwhelmed and burned out teachers inspiration, sustainable strategies, and reigniting passion for teaching. I'm Brittany, a special education teacher and teacher resilience and retention strategist, and I am on a mission to inspire educators to prioritize their mental health and individualize their self-care routines so that they can live a balanced, fulfilling life as an educator while making a bigger impact in their classrooms and communities. Each week, I'll be sharing tips, strategies, mindset shifts, and discussing hot topics in teacher resilience with other knowledgeable experts so that you can ditch the overwhelm, prevent burnout, and create the life you've been dreaming about. So let's get started, and let me remind you that you too are a resilient teacher. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a Teacher Community Reviewer of the Week shout out to Chad Pettit, who was a guest on the podcast in episode 25 for his five-star review on Apple Podcast. He said, Brittany Blackwell is doing the work that we need in education right now. Focusing on the well-being of teachers goes a long way to ensure the well-being of students. But this is not a fluff show. The Resilient Teacher Podcast is all about practical steps for recovering from burnout and becoming more effective in the classroom. I highly recommend this podcast for everyone in education. As if I already didn't think Chad was an amazing educator and that his story of overcoming the challenges was so powerful, this review really means a lot to me. The amount of gratitude is immense that I have for those of you who've taken the time to support this podcast by leaving a review because leaving a review or sharing a your stories or other places, what is resonating, helping, and all of that really helps share the podcast with other educators who are looking for support, mindset, strategies, and that really is the goal of this podcast. So if you're listening along and you like what this podcast offers, please head over, leave a review, share your episode on your stories, and tag me so that we can get in the ear holes of more educators who need this and will like it too. Plus, like I really do want to know more about you, your burnout, and all of the listeners of this podcast, and I really want to chat with you, seriously. And the topic of today's podcast, I really feel pretty bad about because 
I feel like I may have conveyed in a previous episode about work-life balance and perpetuated something that isn't exactly accurate. So what I say today may kind of contradict something I've talked about in the past, but we're going to discuss the lies that you may learn about work-life balance, bring you the truth, and let me give you that pep talk you may need to start changing the narrative. So while I'm all for work-life balance, okay, I believe a more appropriate term might be work-life alignment. So let me explain. I've always been a workaholic. And at some point when I was deep into personal development, I learned that workaholism is a trauma response. And when I think of this, I think of a specific time of my life. At one point after I graduated with my bachelor's degree, I worked four different jobs as a teacher, a marketing director for a landscaping company, uh, an after-school program, certified educator, and through private tutoring. But I was also not a mom at the time. So I had the time in my day to do that and still feel fulfilled in my regular life outside of work every day. But when I became a single mom of two, I was really unable to juggle those same balls. I was unable to compartmentalize work as I'd done before. And when work was really busy, I felt overwhelmed and sometimes even guilty when I was working in the evenings. I was trying to operate on some unrealistic beliefs of myself that my professional life and personal life should be kept separate, and that if they overlap too much, I hadn't set good enough boundaries, that work and life should be completely balanced perfectly, and that if I couldn't maintain satisfying sense of equity, I was doing something wrong. So when we hear the phrase work-life balance, we assume we have to have 50% work and 50% life. And unfortunately, that's not really the way our world works. Work-life balance is a make-believe concept that one will just probably never be able to obtain. So picture this. You're walking down the hallway. You say, how are you? To a friend. And she gives you that knowing look, rolls her eyes and says, it's Monday. You both know what that means. After all, how good could you possibly feel considering you have a whole week of work ahead of you? But what if you actually loved your job? You found meaning in it. What if it aligned with your strengths, with your values, with your worldview? Wouldn't you have a different attitude? Wouldn't you even be looking forward to your week instead of feeling like it was a massive drain? So research has shown that people are more prone to feel burnout and a lack of balance when there's a mismatch between their values and their work. And that's why merely aiming for work-life balance may not be enough to deal with the feelings of being overwhelmed, disengaged, stressed. Instead, you've got to aim for work-life alignment by crafting a meaningful professional life that matches with who you are and what's important to you. So what does this actually look like? Well, first, your work should be aligned with your big life objectives beyond just providing you with money to pursue those goals outside of work. For example, if it's important to you to give back to others, you should intentionally strive to be of service in your job. Or if being seen as a high performer is important to you, your workplace should be one that your boss acknowledges your good work. Second, it would mean that you could leverage your strengths in the workplace and even find opportunities to develop them further. If, for example, you're creative and love innovating, your job would give you the chance to flex that muscle in some way. You would feel as though you were able to bring your best self to work. And finally, it would mean that you felt a sense of engagement and satisfaction on the job instead of dread. You would feel excitement and passion for the work you were doing. Yes, you know, there are limits to 
just how many hours you can devote to work without starting to feel like it's too much. But if you had bouts of working a lot, you wouldn't really feel resentful. In fact, you might actually feel energized because you're so interested in what you're doing. Sound like a pipe dream? (laughs) While finding a sense of work-life alignment can take some effort, it is totally doable. So let's talk about the three ways that we can reach work-life alignment. So the number one thing that you can do is to identify your vision. The first step is to look back on your life. You want to self-reflect and simply consider what values are most important to you. Is it achievement? Is it making a difference? Is it recognition? Write down whatever comes to mind. And you might also want to think about a few times when you were at your best, times when you were in the zone and felt on top of the world. What factors were present that made those times so amazing for you. And if you're struggling with knowing what exactly those are, I do want to share with you that I have a free ultimate teacher vision planning guide that is available at teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash vision, or you can head over to the link in the show notes after this episode to get yours for free. The second thing that we want to do is we want to bring that vision to work. So now that we have this sense of what gets us going, we want to put some thought into how we can draw on more of those values in the workplace. So are you missing autonomy? A lot of teachers are. You could see if you could lead an initiative. See if you could lead a change in your school or your district. If you need more challenge, you can look for opportunities to learn new things. But number one thing that you need to do is to be patient with yourself. Remember, baby steps are better than no steps. Small as your first action step may be, it's going to feel more fulfilling than procrastinating, right? And the number three thing is to build meaningful relationships. And there was a recent survey that found that almost half of Americans feel lonely at work. And I have been in that mindset where I felt lonely at work. This was in the pit of burnout where I felt like no one could understand what I was going through and I didn't have that supportive community. But this is highly concerning because women who report that they do have a best friend at work are more than twice as likely to be engaged on the job. And when my two best friends at work left for greener pastures, I know I felt that same way. I felt a little less engaged because I no longer had that camaraderie, that person that I could go to during planning times to kind of talk things out. And we're social beings, even when we're in offices. So Focus on building relationships. It's going to help you feel more connected to your job and act as a powerful buffer against that workplace stress. If you want to transform your life, if you want to stop cycling in burnout, you need to transform yourself. You need to become more aware of yourself. If you keep showing up as the same version of you who has the same mindset and the same energy, who has the same stories and doing the same things, you're going to keep getting that same result, that same reality. You have to do that uncomfortable work of deciding that you want your life to change. And really in that decision, you decide that you're going to change, that you're going to take on new beliefs, that you're going to get rid of some of those stories that don't serve you anymore. But if you don't change, then nothing else is going to change. What is most impactful is not some random tips, these strategies, but what is most impactful is the whole picture. You as the person and your individual path and journey. You may keep running in this cycle of burnout over and over and over until retirement, but that's exhausting. That's unsustainable. That's not living. It's so much more than this narrow focus of, well, how do I get out of burnout or how do I reach work-life balance? It's truly about who you're becoming. 
who you are, and all of the stuff that you have to face as an educator that, to be honest, most teachers are really not willing to confront or look and deeper for a very long time, if ever. They just accept that, you know, this is the way that it is, and they run themselves into this burnout hole. It's the evolution of the way that you think, how you operate as a person. And for me, like, I love learning. How does my brain operate? How does my body operate? What makes me feel different than everybody else? And how can I show up authentically in my classroom in order to foster change in a broken system? What am I good at? What do I need to grow? And how is this impacting me on my journey to being a better educator, a better mom, a better wife? So the whole point of me becoming a teacher was to make an impact with my students and my community. And we want to love what we do. But in my opinion, I don't want burnout to be the reason that I don't fulfill what I was here to do. I choose to see burnout as this tool for me to become the best version of myself, for me to create the best life that I can create to really allow our world to be a better place. And there's a lot of talk about how, you know, burnout and work-life imbalance can lead you to quitting your job or how if you can get a handle on your classroom management, everything's going to run smoothly, how student behavior is the worst it's ever been. But in my journey, I've learned that the, no matter what you want right now, no matter what obstacle is in your way or what you're needing right now to make your classroom run smoothly, literally none of that means anything. And you're not going to feel successful or happy or joy or any of that if you don't focus on the person, the individual, you, the educator. In the Individualized Educare Program, we do all of that and so much more to break that cycle of burnout, build your awareness around your unique gifts, and create that work-life alignment. We focus on not just some random tips and tricks, but you as the individual. We have evidence-based assessments to take inventory of your personality, your core values, your unique preferences and needs, and we create a resilience and recovery plan specifically for you. So not only does it provide you with this step-by-step roadmap to creating something that's unique for you, we are now adding community as piece of the puzzle. So we're living in more alignment. We're connecting with others who are on that same mission to live life that you don't have to escape from and the life that you dream of. And once you can do these things, you can reevaluate. Hey, this is what's for me. Let me tell you really quick about Alicia, who was one of the founding members of the program, because she was an ELA teacher. She was completely burned out. She did not have work-life alignment. She was constantly feeling unfulfilled in a job that she always loved. She felt as if all of the self-care tricks just weren't working. And as she went through the program, she recognized key pieces that were truly missing from her current position. She realized that she had a very specific type of teacher burnout, which was the under-challenged burnout. She was no longer living in alignment. She was no longer accessing and using her strengths or taking action to grow her weight weaknesses and she was stuck. And as she completed the steps in the program, it was obvious what was in alignment and what would make her really feel accomplished was no longer that same curriculum. It was no longer that same content that she always taught. She loved teaching. That was her passion, right? That wasn't the problem. When she completed the program, she found a huge strength was in technology. And she no longer felt stuck when she could realize and utilize that strength in a new position and that she actually accepted that in the fall of 2022 as a technology coach in her same school district. So there's no shame 
okay, and expanding your abilities or switching up what you've always done to be more in alignment with your current values, your current strengths, your current growth goals. No one can do that for you. You can't follow a simple menu and it just automatically feel better. It has to be individualized specifically for you. And that's why I came up with this roadmap so that you can access what seems like it's too out of reach for you. So it's it's not work-life balance you're after. That's really unobtainable. The more that you try to reach it, it gets just further and further away. And instead, let's reframe that to take action towards work-life alignment. You can keep DIYing it. There's no shame in that. But if you are ready to feel more resilient, beat that burnout to the curb, let me remind you that the Individualized Educare Program doors are open for enrollment and cohorts are only open a few times a year. So you want to make sure that you jump on this opportunity while the doors are open and before they close on December 4th. You can use code podcast to save $20 on your enrollment. Don't forget, you are a resilient teacher. We're in this together. You've got this. Before you go, head over to teachingmindbodyandsoul.com slash podcast to check out any links, freebies, and resources discussed in this episode so that you can start recovering from or preventing burnout and reigniting your passion for teaching. If you liked this episode and it helped you or made you think in any way, I know it will be for other educators too. So subscribe and leave a review so more educators can find this community as well. Did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the teachers in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to and tag me and post it in your stories. What do you say that we start creating a trail for more teachers around us so that we can start to make the change in the system of education, how teachers are seen and respected, and for ourselves? I look forward to connecting with you more on Instagram at Teaching Mind, Body, and Soul or TikTok at Miss Princess Teach. I am always looking for an excuse to chat more about burnout, resilience, and teacher support. I'll see you in the next episode.